the um, the Kedushas Levi and other Akronim discuss why is it that we say often in the Gemara when there's an unanswered question, the Gemara ends off with a teku, which means to stand, but also the Bali Jewish say teku stands for Tishbi Yataris Kushyus Abayas. Al Yohanavi is going to answer all of our unanswered questions when Mashiach comes. The question is, our greatest Rebbe was not Al Yohanavi. Our greatest Rebbe was Moshe Rabbeinu. So why isn't it Neku? Moshe Yataris Kushyus Abayas. Why is it not Kateka? Why Al Yohanavi? The Kedushas Levi and others answer that in order to answer a halakhic question, you have to be somebody who's involved in the world. You have to be somebody who's within reality. You have to be somebody who knows about what's going on. El Yohanavi's alive. El Yohanavi never died. He went up to Shemai, but he comes to every priest, he comes to every seder, and he's around. Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes, he's Moshe Rabbeinu, but Moshe Rabbeinu died. But his Baruch buried him. Dafka El Yohanavi, because El Yohanavi is involved in the world, he's involved in the world of Torah, and obviously involved in the world at large. Uh, maybe there is no one else greater in our generation that could be a teku personality and role model for us than Rabbi Tamler, who for the past decades and decades has been someone who has been involved both in Torah and in the world around him, taking everything in the world and giving us the perspective of how Torah lenses view that topic. A perfect example is today's shir, as we will hear, but uh, it is our schus to be able to have such a role model and a leader for us to share words of Torah this morning. So without further ado, Harav Tamler. And it's important if you're going to deal with halacha that you should know the mitzvahs, know the facts. The topic that I chose to speak about is really uh, the bipartite, two parts. <laughs> Number one, you have to know the facts in order to pass Kavashayla. But number two, you have to believe in the Rebbeinu Shalom also. Our frame of reference is different. The story of the swordfish broke for me in 1968. And I don't know to what extent there were copies of the article that I wrote in 1968, the status of the swordfish. I didn't write the article in order to give up sight on the swordfish. That I thought was not under question. How many of you, in your mother's home, Ate your filthy fish made from swordfish. How many of you ate swordfish? Who ate swordfish? It was never a shyness. Swordfish is among the fish that you don't. <laughs> Why don't you eat it? Because it's not kosher. Swordfish are available on the market. Every market has swordfish. In Kihila, Kedosha, Demonsi, uh, we have swordfish sold 
in the shop right every day. That's why very strange when Rav Shepsis ran out of what to say, so he put into the Jewish press so, a column in which the best thing to do is say that swordfish is really kosher, but because I used it to attack the conservatives, it was a useful thing that I did. But swordfish is kosher. You have copies of that? Yes. Uh, a day after a Jewish press article appeared, I was sitting with our chef uh, at a suda there, right next to me, and I asked him, uh, "Am I supposed to answer what you wrote?" Yeah, I don't plan to do so. I said, "He said, but one question bothers me. Did you ever see a swordfish? Did you ever go into the fish store in Marching the Heights and ask the man?" Do you scale the swordfish? Read the literature, all kinds of nonsense is in the scientific literature. Some fish, like swordfish, lose their scales when they come out of the water. But no one who ever studied the swordfish, who ever saw a swordfish, says that's not true. Ask the fisherman. <laughs> do, do they, do, is, your, is your nets uh, filled with, with, with scales from swordfish? No one ever heard such a thing. You look through the literature, there's no such mention of the swordfish losing its scales. Well, the first comment, and that's the only comment I'll make it about Rabshaksa, Shigigas Salmid Olezodon. When it comes to halacha, you can't make the six. There's no shigogo. It's amazing. If you didn't see a swordfish and you wrote about the swordfish, then you cause a sin, but maybe it's not the shogun. Yeah, that's as clearly as I can say it. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, there was one moko that I didn't, I didn't give you. Why? Because... I did give it to you because I'm not an, at home in my library where I think organized a little better. I want to refer, refer to Arashi in Baiko. Remember, kosher fish, kosher birds, kosher animals are listed in the Torah. In Pasha Shemini and in Pasha A next week. End of Pasha Shemini, the very last Rashi in Pasha Shemini, on the Posuk, Lahavdil ben Atomeu ben Atoho, or ben Chayo Hanacheles, or ben Chayo Shaloto Yocheo. It's a very strange. What is that Posuk telling you? Pasha Shemini has posuk after posuk telling you that's the whole of all Pasha Shmini. What's the last posuk in Pasha Shmini tell you? 
that I told you this, for what reason? So Rashi explains, the Kashi is obvious, it's a redundant posik. No, not redundant. Rashi, lahavdil, listen carefully, and if someone has a, a, a home machine, you look, it's the very last Rashi in, in the, in the peg. Lo bilvad hashoneh. I don't want you to tell me what the Shulchan says. That I told you in the whole Pasha of Shmini, what the Shulchan says. I need your contribution. Ero shetehei yodeya umakir uboki bahem. I don't want you to tell me what I told you that a swordfish is or is not kosher. I want you to tell me what did you find when you examined the swordfish. I want you to be Yodea, Ubakir, Ubakir, Bahem. Not the halachas, the Messias, the reality. Then the Rashi continues. Because it continues. I need to tell you, you mean I want you to be able to differentiate between a chamor and a pola. A chamor is not kosher, a pola is kosher. No, hello, everyone knows that. A shaykh comes into your house, you live over in town. It doesn't happen anymore because why you? We don't teach shrit anymore. Don't teach shritus anymore. So, Baruch Hashem, all animals are kosher. Uh, no problem, Bush. And in the old days, when I was beginning the bonus, unless you could talk to the shochet in halacha, he would look down upon the rov, and you lost him as a member. My father's at Thursday night. There was a sign in front of our house. Bezdin offers Shell Arabi Isaac Tenbush. Thursday night, the women showed up with chickens, with puffics, with kishkis. What? Was it kosher? Was not kosher? I went to Shefton on Delancey Street in the market, Shefton a live chicken. They opened it up themselves. They had chinas. They had to go to the house to ask a china. We no longer have such a bonnet. No one should answer in China like that. So what a Kaddish Baruch would do? Our chickens don't have any kishkis. <laughs> Our chickens have no, no puppets in it, right? No problem. Our chickens have no legs on, so you can't ask me whether the leg is broken or not broken. That takes care of all the shaykhs. Comes Rashi and says, no good. There's a Nisra, the Raisa, on everybody to know how to pascal a shayla. You should know, see, Loma, Ben Chamor, Lepor, 
Any idiot can differentiate that. But the Shaker comes in and says, you know, I was, it was, it was Yom Kippur night, night before Yom Kippur, and I've been shafting all night. Here, a bunch of chickens. I don't, not sure whether I cut Zubo shall come I cut the windpipe through more than 50%. So we put it aside to ask the Rav. He walks into the Rav and says, here, look at the chicken. Is it cut through 50% or 51%? 50% is trait. 51% is kosher. So what would a Rav do today? Why well, don't bother me? It's end of Yom Kippur. I have more important things to do. I got a drosh to make up. But you have to know how to differentiate. Why would you use a ruler, a micrometer, a laser beam? But you have to know. That's a mitzvah that I said. Lahabdu ben Atomi ben what? Tomi lechot what is for you, not for a boy, not for anybody else, but that's your for you to know. Echaya lechelas, he says. So Achloma ben Tzvi laharod, I'm continuing the Rashi. To differentiate between uh, a road is a, is a wild donkey, right? To between a deer and a donkey. You have to be a donkey not to be able to differentiate. You don't have to be a dog for that. Hello, Kwamu Thoboshenheim. Ella, Ben Shenoldo, Bor, Simone, Trefo, Kesheva. The Nolde Bor, Simone, Trefo, Kesuma. The woman came in Thursday night with a chicken with a broken leg. He asked the Lord, when did the leg, leg break? During the processing of the chicken? Or was it broken before? If it was broken before, it's straight. If you broke it later, it's kosher. How is the Lord going to know how, when, <laughs> when the chicken broke its leg? Answer is it's simple, it's in the shofar, all, no problem. You can see. Any, any doctor here, any, any, any housewife here, we know. You, you want to know whether it's a, 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 a child fell and hurt his leg? You can take a look. If your leg swells up and it's purple, right? It's time to go to a doctor, right? If it hurt his leg and it's red, okay. Give him a lollipop and everything's okay. That's where we start. That's the halakha. Okay? Next point. Ezetoklu mikol asher vamayi pasikin kasher shemini. Kol asher wo snapi vikaskeshes, vikaskeshes vamayim vayamin umenacholim oso tofetu. Kol asher enu snapi vikaskeshes, vikol sheret shabai, etc. Shekes ulechet kati. Right. Nimsoram oso chelu, nivosim tshakitu. Kol asher enu snapi vikaskeshes, the next Pasha, next week's Pasha, as they talk to Nicola Shabamayim, they don't stop it because Kesha is so famous. Amos Sapa Kesha is a thing. So the Gemara in Hulin and Absamak both, yeah. 
you should know, says, Dr. Feather says, isn't exactly accurate. Why? Well, snapping is irrelevant. It doesn't need to know whether it has its fins. Scales are critical. But fins, the fish could be without fins and also be kosher, as long as it has cascades, as long as it has scales. Therefore, it says, Low list of snapier. Why did you mention snapier to the Torah? Snapier doesn't play a role in the Kashmir. The halacha is, halacha Moshe, we see now, they're all in Egypt's cascades. Therefore, Moshe says, if it wouldn't say snapier, habamine, cascades is snapier. I don't know what the word snapier means, what the word cascades means. So, Kosh Bobo put in the two words to make sure you differentiate between the two. That snapping means, means fins, and cascades means scales. Right. Then, then he says, then tell me, cascades, cas now it says snapping, big cascades, then I, I have to ask, what's cascades? Oh, I know what cascades is. Because when, when Robin fought Goliath, I, Goliath was wearing uh, a, a, a coat of armor called a coat of mail. What's a coat of mail? Made of little pieces. If I know cascases, and then he's in the apostle says there, Priscilion cascases in Hulovus, right? So, uh, so therefore I know cascases. I know what cascases is. So why did you bother tell me about snapping? Little Bachman or Cascades or Little Snapier, don't mention Snapier at all. Right? Tonne of Bey Rabbi Shmuel, Yandil Tov of Ayadi. But in both were put in Cascades. Extra. To tell you, there's such a thing as Cascades. Not an adequate answer to a question. No one gives a better shot there. Not well, wasn't the Gemara saying that every time there is cuscasses, there's going to be snapier? Not that you don't need snapier, but it's extra because it's always going to be. Anytime you find cuscasses, right? You find snapier. That's not what the Mishnah said. You, you don't need to know whether there's a That's what the Gemara means to say. Because if it has no, it has no snapier, it's perfectly kosher. But, it tells you. Wherever it has cascades, will have snapping. Right. But it doesn't need snapping to be cultured. So why did the trailer tell you that? A lesson in biology. That's all. That's how most people learn childhood. How you tell the idea? Is that something about God's world? It's a possible child. Any of you people who have been in the aquarium here in 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 Yerushalayim they have a new aquarium. Uh, it was taken there by my daughter. Yeah. They have all kinds of fish, not significantly in 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 quantity. How many fish should they have? It really is a lesson in aesthetics. How beautiful the place is set up. You know, 
But you take a look and you see the myriad of shapes of fish, all kinds of scales, all kinds of tails, all kinds of fins. That's chat. To look at the fish, look at the scales, look at the fins, and you say, Manolo, Masayo, Kim. That's who he That's the Hagatolobayad. That's how you perform the mitzvah of Nira Sashem. Nira Sashem was misinterpreted by most, including most of the children. It's not fear of God. That's, that's fear of ownership, that's the obvious. Ginas Hashem is like Ginas HaKalom, to be aware of God's presence at all times. You come into an aquarium, you can go out having seen the fish, or you can go out having seen the blue Hashem, and see what kind of can do. That's what the intention. That's what the shot I think is. Okay. But we send that out to you someplace. important thing is two things. It's really most contribution I can make to you. One is the Eagles Moshe And another battle that I had with the OU. One that I also bought to share my wife. We don't use the OU tuna. It's Tana tuna. Why don't we use the OU tuna? Because especially the big size tuna cans there that I use in the yeshivas. Yeah. They are packed in the South Sea Islands. No one ever saw, no Jew was ever present to see the packaging. That's what he did. The, that was the answer that the chef gave, that that tuna is safe. You cannot, you're not allowed to buy tuna where they, no one checked whether it's a fish that's kosher or not. And if anyone uh, is, keeps up to, with, the, with the literature there, uh, sushi is famous for its misnomer. You buy sushi and it says, this is tuna, this is, this is cod, or whatever, other, other names of fish. He says that in most places, if an inspector comes in, he finds that everything is mislabeled. That's how it seems. So all the shred leader would write a tumor that said, 
that in order to eat a kosher fish, you have to see that it has scales. And if it's packed in the South Sea Islands and no reputable Jew is present, then you can't buy it. That's all. That's the problem we have with the swordfish too. Why are you talking about a swordfish? Did you ever see a swordfish? Did you check for it has scales or not? It doesn't have scales, period. So why do you have a suffix in your mind whether it's kosher or not? Or, the Knesset Hagadola said, that's the, 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 the reference in the Shulchan there the discussion is already mentioned. What kind of scales does it have? If Yeshua has passed the Ainer Nikrakis, it has scales, but they have not something that if you bought a fish to your, to your wife, like she was protesting, it's going to mess up my kitchen. You're going to scale it, scales will fly all over. Chinese that the scales do not fly all over, I can't remove those scales. And here you have, it can't be the Knesset that they made that he made that mistake. He never saw a swordfish either, no doubt in my mind. But it had a Kabbalah that is kosher. What's the Kabbalah that has kosher? That it loses its scales as it comes out of the water. But it's not true. There's no reference in literature to it. There's no one who, I, I when I wrote the salafic status of the swordfish, there, it's 1968, 50 years ago I wrote it. And I didn't write it because I was interested in swordfish, because no one ate swordfish. No one's asked me, ever asked me a shayla whether swordfish is kosher or not. Of course it's not kosher, no one ate it. I wrote the article because the conservatives came out suddenly, they're pasking the Chinese. And I wrote the article because of the second page of the article, the epilogue. There's a big battle going on in Eretz I've been doubling it to Kosa. Nobody wants to talk dugri, wants to talk straight. The reform want to daven at the Kosa. Someone take an ad in the paper, like big page ad with only two words. You want to daven in the Kosa? Please tell me to whom? To whom you want to daven? You don't believe in God. You don't believe in Moshe. You don't believe there was a Torah. But who do you want to daven to? But we have a gentleman's agreement. We don't talk that way. 
because we were strange. Those who are already not Jews. We have two kinds of Jews in the world today. We have national Jews, and we have Jews who belong to Judaism, called a religion called Judaism. Conservative reform have left our religion. They claim to be national Jews, Kolakolo. There's a show going on now. We are losing six million Jews. Same number as the world did to us during the show. Not only Germany did, but the world includes America. And Shazazal tried to arrange it. He was here during the show. He arranged with the a meeting with President Roosevelt in Machimo. Couldn't get a reading. Couldn't find a plane to, to bomb the tracks to slow down the burning of the Jews. We have a new show going on now. We are losing six million Jews. Look at the statistics from the Pew, the Pew statistics. There are no third generation reform. They define Jewish identity. Do you claim to be of a Jewish origin? The third generation reform do not claim conservatives of a, a, a hundred that, that, that will follow the, the third generation claim to be Jewish. We've lost them. The effort has to be made to bring them from national Judaism into religious Judaism, into Judaism. scale is there, and in biology we differentiate different scales. You have a, a sturgeon has a ganoid scale. A ganoid scale is a scale that can be removed. 
is part of the skin. It's called a scale because it's a deformation. That's called scale. It has nothing to do with cascasses. A sturgeon has every, every simon of Tafas. The Gemara gives an additional simonim. It has a row, the eggs are black. Its mouth is ventral, it opens up over here, not over here. A few things. Yeah. Uh, heterocyclic tail. The tail is like the tail of a shark, one big and a little one. A kosher fish, like a, a carp, <laughs> yeah, uh, a, a salmon, right, has an even, evenly divided tail. These are sighted, sights of modern that the mother gives. It comes that Buddhist abundant. I'm not talking conservative, we're talking about now. Like once was a major organization, and now is pretty much defunct. But the goodness of one of them, they're the ones that, that ran all the slaughterhouses, etc., etc. They come and they come out with a kosher fish list. A kosher fish list lists swordfish, sturgeon, why? They went to the Museum of Natural History and asked them which fish have scales. So they answered them. <laughs> All these fish have scales. What kind of scale? Oh, there we have, when I refer to you, that's, that's the piscature makes the emphasis there. It has to be a scale, and the clefes beyond the between. Has to be a scale that's removable as an additional integument on top of the skin. That's what uh, those who, who still remember what, what a kosher fish looks like, what a carp looks like, what a white fish looks like. If you want to buy a whole one, or if you go fishing and you catch one, then that's a mess up your kitchen because you, you scale it and the scales fly all over. That's the clevis, the art of the clean. So what's it, what, why is it on my focus when the swordfish is kosher? <laughs> go, go get a swordfish and, and check it. But no one ever saw a swordfish, including Shakhtar. Why? Why not? That's what the Rashi, and I didn't give you there to reproduce, but that's the last Rashi in Shmini. And you have to know what's Tomei Lecho, in what's kosher lechok. So give me just a, a quick, a quick review, a brief history. The Nesha lived in 1600. He's quoted in the Pisgah Chuba. He's the main source of information that we have about swordfish. He never claimed to have examined a swordfish based upon the fact that it was Makubal that people ate swordfish. And I asked around, uh, met the two Spadashah in Lud, 
and here in Antisoil, there, both in the 90s, and, and checked with them, did they eat swordfish? No. Neither one had any record, any recollection of anyone saying that swordfish is kosher. Yet it's sort of our, our Kabbalah. Oh, by the side of them, they ate swordfish. In the 1950s, Rapsadisky, uh, that's how Tom Kocham of Posey in Boston, uh, friend of the loves, uh, uh, said that swordfish is kosher because it's based upon the Knesset Akadova, who said that it was kosher. Without noting he was in Boston. Boston is a fish country. <laughs> there were fish markets in Boston. Why didn't you go see a swordfish? Didn't say you ever saw a swordfish. It's kosher because the Knesset Akadova said it was kosher. I got involved here in Natural Soil. Rav Winterman, when he was in Alamoshi here, was asked whether swordfish is kosher. He said it was kosher. So I wrote to him. I wrote to him. I went to see him. Yeah. I said, but it's not kosher. Why do you say it's kosher? The Knesset Sakhidova said it was kosher. What kind of answer is that? The Knesset said, well, here's what the Knesset Sakhidova said. As I, I suggested, there are other fish with long snouts that have scales. The, the famous sport fish, the sailfish that people try to catch, which is a much smaller than a, the so-called swordfish that's used for eating there. Yeah. It has scales, has good scales. The fact that it has a long beak doesn't mean it's also got their scales. So, I went to him in 1965, right, reiterated the hector, right, and said the reason I didn't find scales when I said, but I, I examined 10 swordfish, there are no scales. He says that's because they lose the scales when they come out of the water. I said, but ask a fisherman, where are the scales that come out of the way? Is it in his nets, etc., etc.? If Nesagadola said it loses the scales when it comes out of the water. Then uh, history came to my side. It's so often there is a, a Torah journal, Hamor. Hamor has and its main function, right, to distribute anything that my father was said. It's a soccer organization. Whatever truly my, my father-in-law would answer, they would come out bombasting against On this thing, it came out positive. Meaning, they said, oh, there's a Maflokis about swordfish, and they asked the shrill, about swordfish, said it's not kosher, right? And 
I, I, I did some checking and, and it's not kosher. They agree it's not kosher. And they ran a battle against Agudas Rabbanim who said it was kosher, right? In order to, to, to for their political reasons, not, not, not worrying about dialogue. He in Eretz Yisrael, he's still, Roshem, he's still around. It's Rav Shimon Evrati, who came out with an attack on me, right? This whole thing is perfectly kosher, etc., etc. And then suddenly it all turned silent there. And now, if you call the OU and ask, is Sotish kosher? And after Rav Shekhtar said it was kosher, so and he's the main posting for the OU, Right. Your answer, and I wish you people would do it, there you'll see it. ten of my Tamidim did it. Um, ten, all ten called and said, the answer by the OU is, it's not on our kosher fish list. That's the motion they keep it. Is it kosher? The answer, yes or no, is it kosher or not? No, no, it's not on our kosher fish list. That's because they have trouble. Rav Shachter said it was kosher, yeah. but they didn't put it on the kosher fish list yet. Okay. tragedy that we were facing, mainly the loss of so many budgets. They lost it, we know that about it. Here in Israel, all I read, I only read the, All you read is the problem that we are causing, that the Orthodox are causing, by, by not cooperating with the Reform Conservative who want a more significant position, more significant position what? in the religious life of Am Yisrael. I was here, Shiva of the Towers. In the paper, I had a picture of the Koso and Shiva of the Towers, packed with people the biggest power. Then they showed a picture of that area which was reserved 
for the reform. Not a single human being was there. Someone should be there. A stone fell just now in that area, and they showed a picture of a lady, one lady. I recognize that lady. She's there every single day of the year. Special their love of Kaddish Baruch Hu. She had to be, the whole picture got, got caught there, as if there was one, one person, that one per person is as distant from orthodox, from, at least from reform, reform conservative as could be. She walks around all day saying till him at the coast. What did we do about that? That I believe to be the major task facing Amisal today. What can we do to bring the people back? There's only one way that I know. The Midrash and Echa has a an insightful Midrash. It says that at the time of the Choban, there were 365 religions in Ayatollah. And they decided to dedicate one day to each religion. They couldn't find a day for the Vaynashara. Use up all the days, 365 days. Couldn't get one for the Vaynashara. That's our problem. They don't let us compete. They were afraid if they give day one, the day to the Vaynashara, and people will come and taste each day a different Michael that belongs to the religion, they'll all join us. That's the only answer that I have. You have to reach out, bring them home for Shabbos, and say, look at my children, and you excuse me, look at your children. Which would you rather have? You have to fight for every Nishama. You win, no doubt about it. The Balchuva movement is insignificant. Numbers are not there, period. Interest is there. Desire is there, the love of, of our fellow Jew is there, but the Mitzvah is we don't have the numbers. And they're inconsequential in the history of a nation. Gotta do something about it. If everyone would agree to take home someone for Shabbos at least once a month, we'd do a far better job than all the Malchula movements are doing today. Many, many things I would want to say. The time doesn't allow. Yisachem, because both was kind to us. I hope I'll be invited next year again. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much, Taylor. I just want to uh, uh, let everyone know that today officially we uh, we passed the four thousand. Uh, attendee mark 
have our three years and um, we're going to continue on August 16th. Uh, um, L, um, we're going to have a little barrel wine uh, August 16th, Thursday night, August 16th uh, at the ENTL. Thursday evening.